So I feel like my job is to heal out loud and be so much myself that every woman who encounters Girl Just Heal feels that she has no other choice but to heal and grow and evolve into the best version of herself because that's exactly what she's surrounded by the moment she enters this space. What's poppin' home girls? Welcome back to the Girl Just Heal podcast. I'm Nimoya Basin and Chad, listen, how have you been doing? I pray that you have been doing well. I pray that you have been healing well. Child, let me know. Drop me a comment. Let me know how you have been doing. I've been doing pretty good. God is good. Um, just enjoying this journey of life that I am on, this season of my life that I'm in, I'm really enjoying it and just trying to take it all in and just make sure that I'm filling myself up with positivity, with like things that's going to help me get to the next level, things that's going to help me get to the place that I'm trying to go. Like that is what I've been doing, what I've been up to. And I just am so thankful for just the mindset that I have now, I'm thankful for the joy and the peace and the happiness that I have because I can remember a time when I didn't have this. I was not in this space mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and God has really been helping me get to that version of me that he always knew was possible and that he had for me. So I'm thankful for that. I'm very thankful for that. But with all that said, make sure you drop me a comment. Let me know how you are doing or leave me a review if you're listening on an auditory platform such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I want to know how you are doing. I want to know how you are enjoying the Girls Just Heal podcast. Like, just talk to me. I talk back. <laughs> I just want to know all the things. So y'all already know what time it is, baby. It is time for what? It is time for the prayer cards. Prayer cards. Time for the prayer cards. Prayer cards. Eight. Eight prayer cards. Prayer cards. So it is time for the prayer cards. And these, let me tell y'all something about this dollar box of cards, baby. It sets me on fire. I'm talking about on fire. Ooh. It's something about these prayer cards, y'all. It's just a power inside of these prayer cards, and I really love them because it, it keeps me on my toes, and it, it really just is a reminder, a daily reminder, not even daily. I should say a weekly reminder since we only do one a week, but it's a reminder to just, man, how good God is. So let's get one. Okay. Let's see. We're going to get the one right in the back. All right. So we have our prayer card. And let's see what our scripture is for today. Today's scripture is Psalm 9 and 1. Now, we did do a Psalm 9 and 1, but the scripture on here is different. So it must be like two parts to Psalm 9 and 1. So we're going to go ahead and do it. It says, under his wings, you will find refuge. Oh, my goodness. Under his wings, you will find refuge. So now we're going to go. This is actually pretty dope because we did a Psalm 9 and 1, but it was totally different than this one. So let's see. 
Psalm 9 and 1 in the Amplified Version says, I will give thanks. Right? Yeah, Psalm 9 and 1. I will give thanks and praise the Lord with all my heart. I will tell aloud all your wonders and marvelous deeds. I will sing praise to your name. Oh, no, that's verse 2. I don't know, y'all. Hold up. Under his wings, you will find refuge. Psalm 9, 1. But then it's different. So we might have to do another card because, yeah, no, this is different. I think this is a typo. I think this is a typo. Matter of fact, we probably will do this card. Let me just find the scripture real quick. Because this has to be a typo on this card because it, it's not lining up. It's not lining up. All right. So we're going to, I'm going to find the scripture real quick and let's see. Okay. So yes, this card had a typo on it. This is the first card that had a typo. And y'all see when I was reading it, I'm like, hold up, that don't line up. It's talking about two different things. So the verse that should be on this card is Psalm chapter 91 verse four. Okay. Psalm 91 verse four says, under his wing, you will find refuge. And now we're going to go to the Amplified version. Because when I went to the Amplified version for that last card, ooh, child, it just did something. So Psalm 91 and four says he will cover you and completely protect you with his pinions and he and under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a wall. Ooh. All right, let's go to New Living Translation version. We just going to all the versions. Okay, New Living Translation says, He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Oh, my goodness. Wait, one more time in the New Living Translation version. Psalms 91 verse 4. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you. With his wings, his faithful promises are your armor and protection. My goodness, under his wings, you will find refuge in the arms of God is the safest place that you can be. He is going to protect you. He going to look after you. He ain't going to let nothing harm you. He ain't going to let nothing destroy you. And so this scripture was just Psalm 91 and 4. Under his wings, you will find refuge under the wings of God, under the arms of God. That is the safest place for you to be. You will always find protection. You will always find peace. You'll always find joy. You'll always find happiness under the wings of our heavenly father. Mm, mm, mm. And I love that scripture. And it was really an on time scripture especially for what we're going to talk about today. And before we get started, I do want to give this trigger warning because I am going to be very open, very transparent. I am about to talk about something that it may alarm you. It may bring up things for you. And so I just want to give you this trigger warning before we start um, getting into 
the meat of this episode and just let you know that I understand if you can't take it, if you have to tune out of this episode, if you have to take it bit by bit, piece by piece, I definitely understand. But I want to make sure that you are comfortable um, and just know that it's okay. Just know that it's okay if you have to tune out out of this episode. So, So I have been in a season where... I'm trying to make sense of a lot of things that has happened in my life. I'm really trying to make sense of why I had to go through certain things, why certain things had to happen to me. What did I do in life to cause certain things and and just really just been trying to figure out what all makes Nimoya Nimoya? Like what what was the purpose of a lot of stuff that happened in my life? And I've been thinking back, um, just to give a little story time. So back when I was 14, I was raped. And oh my goodness. Even like when I say that, I just get I don't know, like some feeling come over me because it's just like, like I said, I'm trying to figure out why I had to deal with certain things. And during that time, I just can remember feeling so disgusted. I felt so useless, worthless. Um, My self-esteem was shot, very insecure, just felt like I did not want to live because I couldn't understand what it was in my life that I did so bad for that to happen to me. And at that time I was still young. So it was like, I ain't even did nothing for real for this to be like karma or for this to be, you know, my punishment for something like I wasn't a bad kid. And I just couldn't figure out at the time Like, why this happened to me? And so I remember after dealing with that, like, I wanted to be so closed off after that. Like, I didn't want to be around people. Um, I wasn't confident in myself. I lost self-esteem. As you can imagine, a 14-year-old going through something like that was very life-altering for me. Like, I didn't want to live no more. Just the whole nine. Like, I dealt with every emotion you can possibly deal with when it comes to experiencing something so tragic. And as I was sitting and I was thinking about, like, just going through this and dealing with this and how it really has just, like, changed my life, I was just thinking how God, even in things that are meant to destroy us, how, like, God always has a plan. Like, things don't happen just for the fun of it. Like, things ain't just happening in your life. You're not just going through hard times in your life because, hey, let's just go through a hard time. No, it's a purpose attached to that hard time. It's a purpose attached to that difficult time. But one of the things I have learned to do is try to find hope in a difficult time. How can I find hope in something that really just rocked my world and really just made me question my entire existence? What can I do 
to feel better in that moment? What can I do to find hope in this situation? And I was thinking on it and God gave me like, I came up with like some ways to find hope in a difficult time. And I want to share those because I know that like some of you probably have dealt with some traumatic things. And it's like during that darkness, you don't know how you going to come out. Even back at 14, dealing with being raped, I didn't know how I was going to get out of that. But now that I look back, I see that God had his hand on me the whole time and that what I went through then taught me so much about myself and it really shaped and molded me into the person that I am today. But going through it wasn't easy. And even after the fact, I mean, years later after that happened, I still had a hard time like, finding the hope in that difficult situation. I had it hard. I didn't understand for the longest. And I'm talking about after I was grown and just even thinking back on it, like I really didn't understand what was happening. I didn't understand fully like what God was doing, but I've been in a season of revelation. Like God has been revealing so much to me, like why stuff had to happen. What character was being built in me or who I needed to become throughout all of this. And so I do want to share with you six ways that you can find hope in a difficult time. So the first way is to admit that something is wrong or that something has happened. You have to admit it. They say the first step to getting better is to admit something. So if you're trying to find hope in a difficult time, which before we get into that, I should, let me just give the definition of hope. So hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. So hope is you want something to happen. So back then I was hoping that I wouldn't feel so lost. I was hoping that I would come out of depression. I was hoping that I would have peace again. I was hoping that I would feel worthy again. And so finding hope in a difficult time is basically you just having an expectation of being on the other side of where you are. Or for your result to be different, whatever it is you may be. In my case, I wanted to be on the other side of feeling useless. I wanted to be on the other side of, of feeling hopeless. I wanted to be on the other side of feeling disgusted. Like I wanted to be on the other side. I wanted to be on the side with the joy and the peace and the love and the happiness and the, the high self-esteem and the confidence. That's the side I wanted to be in. So I found myself having to find hope in a difficult time. How do I pull myself out of this season of my life that I am in? How do I pull myself out of that trauma? And so this is where these six ways come in. So the first way is to admit that something is wrong or something has happened. And for me, I was in denial for a long time, which, I mean, it's it's a given that when you go through something as traumatic as being raped or molested or like any other sexual assault, like it is a given that you're going to be in denial because it's like, did this really just happen to me? And I can remember formulating so many scenarios in my mind. I'm like, no, that didn't happen. Or well, is this really classified as rape? Like I just went through so many stages of denial. Like I, for the longest, I couldn't admit that it happened because when I would think about it and I'd be like, this happened to me, I'm just like snapping out of it. Like, no, nah, this didn't happen. Or I'm trying to make up an excuse. Like, 
no, this didn't go the way it went. And so that first step to finding hope and getting on that other side is to admit that, hey, I'm not okay. Something's going on with me. I need some help. And I had to admit. So number two is to accept what you cannot change. And this is a big one because oftentimes when things happen in our life, it's hard to accept that this thing has happened and that from this moment forward, this is always going to be a part of me. So accepting what I couldn't change, which I could not go back no matter how much I cried, no matter how much I thought it didn't happen, how many scenarios I came up with. The reality was I couldn't go back and change what happened that night. I could think back to moments before. I could think back to days before, but it was nothing I could possibly do to go back and change it. And because I knew that, I had to accept the fact that this has happened. And because this has happened, now you have to find out how to live with this, how to maneuver through life with this, which leads us into number three, which is acknowledge who you are becoming and move forward. So after you accept what it is that has happened, you accept what you can't change. Now you have to acknowledge, okay, what is, who am I becoming? What is this experience teaching me now that it has happened? And how can I move forward with this new person that I'm becoming, with this new life experience that's attached to my life, that no matter where I go, no matter how much time passed, this is something that's attached to me. This is something that I am living with because this is something that has happened to me. This is an experience that I can't just forget. So because I can't just forget it, how do I acknowledge who I'm becoming? How do I acknowledge who this experience is creating? Because I'm a different person. I think back to like the days leading up before I was raped and just how I was living life so free as a 14 year old in high school. Like I was living life so free, but then this happened and the Nemoya that I knew before it happened, it like she didn't exist anymore. So now, how do I acknowledge the Nemoya I'm becoming, even though it's hurting me, even though it's painful, even though I don't even understand? I don't understand that I'm going through a change. I don't understand why I have to evolve, why I have to grow through this. So acknowledging who you are becoming and moving forward was step was um, point three. Or step three and how to find hope in difficult times. So step four is to focus on God and not your problems. And I know this one is easier said than done. Trust me, child, look, I this is something that I ain't even want nobody saying to me when I was going through it. Because I'm like, how can you dare tell me to focus on God after something just happened to me that was so life changing? Like, this is a problem for me. And I need to focus on this because... This has happened to me. Like, this is not just something I read about. This is now my reality. This is my life. And as hard as it is 
to just focus on God, I promise you that is where you're going to find the most peace about your situation. I did not bring myself through that, y'all. 14, being raped, being suicidal, low self-esteem. I didn't bring myself through that. I leaned on God because I always knew God. I grew up in church and I really had to focus more on God for my own sanity. Sometimes we think when people tell us to focus on God and not your problems, that people are being, um, they're being, what's the word? I don't even know the word I'm looking for. They're being inconsiderate and they're not considering like how you feel. They're not considering that something has happened to you that's like, traumatic and that's life altering, life changing, but that's not the case. People are coming from good places, a very good place when they tell you to focus on God, because those same people know that it's only God that's going to be able to see you through this situation. Because if you focus on your problem, you're going to lose your mind because you're going to keep just going on and on, just thinking about what happened, thinking about how inadequate you feel, thinking about how this thing came and rocked your world, how this thing, you know, claimed your innocence or whatever the case may be. You're going to keep on focusing on that until you reach a point where you just explode and, and your sanity is just is it's really altered and it's, it's just almost non-existent because you are focusing more on your problem than focusing on the one who can give you peace and who can restore you and who can give you happiness, who can bring back uh, uh, that, that joy that you once had in your life. So focus. So number four was focus on God, not your problem. Step five is to take some time out for you. Listen, self-care it's so important when you are trying to find hope in difficult times because it just takes your mind off of everything that you got going on. Like sometimes you got to give your mental a break. And I think a lot of us struggle because we don't give our mental a break. We just keep going on and on, just thinking about the things that has happened to us and just thinking about how we have been violated or thinking about the life changing experiences that we have been through. And we keep on thinking about that stuff without giving ourselves a break. It's okay to take a walk, however self-care look for you. Just taking some time out for you so you can get better. Going walking, okay? Watching your favorite TV show. Binge watching your favorite TV show. Going to get your nails done if you like doing that. Going to get your feet done. Just whatever self-care is for you. Going to the store to buy you something, Whatever it is that self-care, however self-care looks for you, that's what you have to do when you are trying to find hope in difficult times. You got to have an outlet, something to take your mind off of what happened, because if you don't have this outlet, it's going to be harder for you to reach that level of expectation or for you to get to the other side of the problem that you are currently in. So the sixth and final step is to embrace your new identity. So now that you have went through a difficult time, now that you have experienced something so tragic, now that you have experienced something that was life changing, you've experienced something that came and uprooted you from everything you knew. Now it's time to embrace the person you are becoming after the pain, after you have experienced those things, who are you becoming? 
Who who is this person? You may look in the mirror and not even recognize you because you have now been forced to become somebody that you don't even know. I dealt, man, I can remember just like after being raped, I had to become somebody I didn't know. I didn't know how to live life as a teen who was raped. And so I had to find who I was becoming. And even years later, not even just when I was a teen, but even years later as an adult, how do I live as an adult who know that when in my younger years I was raped and this still alters me, it alters a lot of the ways like why I do the things I do, my affection, like different things like that. It alters a lot about my life even to this day. And it's a lot of things to this day that I'm cautious with because I experienced this traumatic thing. But in the process of me experiencing that, now I have to embrace that, hey, I am who I am today because I went through that. I am able to do the Girl Just Hill podcast because I went through that. And at that time, I didn't know. At that time, I, I had no clue how I was going to live life as an individual who was raped, but now I understand my new identity. And to be honest, I really can't even imagine who I would be. Like, I think about that all the time. Like, who would you be if you didn't go through being raped? Who who would you be? What would you be doing? And I can't imagine because I know my life would have taken a different path. Like, I would have been probably been doing something else because I didn't have that life altering, life changing event to happen to me. And so it didn't prompt me to do the things that I did back then, which ultimately led me into this new identity, into this person that I am today. So everything happens in our life for a reason. Even those things that come and just like knock you down. I'm talking about knock your socks off. Those things that you just like, I don't even know how I made it through this. It's all a reason. And for me, my story is it was all for the greater good. It was all for the greater good. Me experiencing that was really, it was really a blessing because I've learned so much about Nimoya. I've learned so much about my identity, not just my identity, but my identity in Christ. Who does God say I am? After dealing with all of those things that I dealt with. And I just want to encourage you that I know it's hard to try to find hope in a difficult time. And it's it's really not easy. And I don't want you to be listening to this episode or get to this point in this episode and think, oh, was she trying to make it seem like it's just so easy to bounce back from something to happen? No, like hear me when I say, and please know in my heart, I am not saying that it is easy for you to bounce back. I'm not saying it's easy to find hope in a difficult time, but what I am saying is that it's possible. It is possible. And so I'm going to close out this episode with the Girl Just Heal mantra. And the mantra going to hit a little different today. So I just ask you, draw your hearts and minds in, close your eyes, and let's repeat this mantra together. 
And the mantra is, I accept myself for who I am. I free myself from all fear. And today, I choose to heal. I accept myself for who I am. All those pieces of me, those broken pieces, those whole pieces, those pieces of me that I don't understand, I accept myself for who I am. I free myself from all fear. And today, I choose to heal. We're going to say it one more time. Let's collectively drop in. I accept myself for who I am. I free myself from all fear. And today, I choose to heal. So thank you for tuning in to this episode. I'm Nimoya Bazin. And until we speak again, girl, just heal. All right, homegirl, thank you for tuning in to the Girl Just Heal podcast. We want to make sure that we continue supporting you during your healing journey. So be sure to connect with us on all social media platforms at Girl Just Heal and also join our private Girl Just Heal Facebook community so that you can continue to heal, grow and evolve.